Hey, what's going on? This is Anthony with another installment of Anti-Everything Podcast, where we talk about everything that's anti, whatever that means. Um, so, uh, this installment is probably going to be a little short, sweet one, but yesterday, um, one of my, uh, like, my, my boss, uh, man, my manager at the job, he, uh, you know, he just came to me and, like, hey, you want to hear uh, a quick story, you know, and it's kind of a little unusual for him to randomly come up with a random thing like that. I said, sure. So, uh, I don't know if this is considered a proverb or whatever, but this is what he said. He was like, there was a, and I'm sure somebody have heard this before, but I've never heard it. So, he said there was a scorpion and a frog. Uh, and so the scorpion went to the frog and asked, hey, could you put me on your back? And transport me across the river. And the frog well, was like, well, I'm going that way anyway. He said, but, you know, you're going to sting me um, halfway through and I'm going to die. And then uh, the like, well, I, I, I get your, your fear with that. Okay, well, but think about this. If I do sting you while on you, I'm going to also drown. We're both going to drown. So the frog was like, you know what? That makes sense. So maybe you won't kill me. So the scorpion gets on the back of the frog, and they're going on the journey to cross the river. And in the middle of the river, the scorpion stings the frog. And right before the frog dies, the frog asks him, why did you sting me? And the scorpion said, because it's my nature. And they both drowned and died in the middle of the river. So, you know, and, and this was such a random thing. And of course, you know, if you guys know anything about me, you know that, you know, I don't believe in coincidences. Um, just the sheer, sheer fact of, you know, how this randomly came with that story. Um, but this, if it is a proverb, what, it, what it's saying is that know you are what you are you know like you you can fight you can claw but you are what you are and you're here to do what you're here to do even to your detriment like the scorpion you know it's a fucking scorpion and he's like i'm a scorpion i'm gonna fucking sting you and that is all and the frog is like well i'm a nice colorful frog and the frog knew better he he knew the nature of a scorpion that's why it brought him hesitation and uh, you are who you are to a default, which, you know, I, I respect them. And so sometimes, you know, when we, I, when I say we, I'm talking about myself about 90% of the time. Now, I, I don't like to put shit on nobody else. When I say, if I do say we, though, just know I'm talking about myself. Right. Uh, so. When we, like, for, for example, I have some faults I have. I do. I have some ways about myself that will be deemed unfavorable in society or, you know, whatever. I don't want to correct it. <laughs> I, I just don't. I, I, I don't have a need. And I do see that it, it's problematic. And that I see where something is to be a little prob- problematic for my life. Like, you know, whatever. But it is what it is. By nature... Right by nature, 
I'm a pessimist. It, that, that's just who and what I am by nature. Can't I can't be an optimist. You know, I, it's just not me. I am a pessimist. Uh, I have ways about myself that, like I said, detrimental to myself. I mean, not nothing crazy, but some shit that my life probably, you know, could, could benefit from. But no, I, I, you are what you are, bro. And I think what happens with a lot of a lot of us is that we try to fix everything we deem wrong with us or society says it's wrong with us. And I think that's the onset, in my opinion, of mental illness. When you're trying to make yourself your perfect version of yourself, some perfection that was imprinted on you, I think I spoke about it on a different installment, but, you know, their parents, when you're fucking born, they put the, world, the weight of the world on your shoulder. You're going to change the world. You're so special. And nobody's fucking special. You know, nobody's fucking special. People are unique. You're not special. Like, I think it's the, it's the hero syndrome um, that we have. Um, that we have, you know. Uh, Carl Jung, he... Uh, he described these 12 archetypes and the hero is one of them. You know, you know, we, we watch the movies and you know, the main character. That's why you go watch a movie sometimes. You come out there feeling like the main character. You come out there, you know, you, you know, everybody wants the hero story from rags to riches, from weak to powerful. The, the Bible teaches that, you know, in heaven, you know, the poor will be rich and, you know, that kind of concept. You know, so we always see ourselves as the hero. So the hero um, has to always be, you know, um, you know, special and unique or born with a special ability to whatever the case may be. But in reality, we're not special. We're just here to do what we're here to do. Um so I yeah, I think that's the onset of mental illness is when people try to fix but you're not broken. You know what I'm saying? You're trying to repair something that's not broken. You're just just so happy to be in a society that, you know, may shun the thing you think you're broken about. Like for example, I remember watching this uh, documentary or maybe it's just a clip, maybe it wasn't even a full documentary, about someone interviewing a serial killer and the serial killer was like He's like, yeah, uh, I'm glad I'm locked away. He's like, because if I wasn't, I'll, I'll, I'll be killing. That's what I like to do. I like to just kill. And then the reporter was like, okay, um, would you like to kill me right now? He was like, yeah, I'd like to kill you right now. And you can tell he wasn't saying it in some kind of malicious way. He was like, I am what I am. My stripes are what they are. You know, I am what I am. I am a killer. I want to kill. You know, um, not to say I'm siding, you know, with fucking serial killers or anything, but it's like they are who they are. It's just like um, pedophiles. Um, uh, I'm trying to, I to say trigger warning because, you know, some people might have a, a trigger when it comes to that word. But I already said the fucking word and I say trigger warning. I'll say something in the beginning of the installment to, to let you know that I'll be mentioning pedophiles. But anyway, um, uh, uh, yeah, uh, pedophile, don't, you know, 
don't abuse children. You know, every pedophile knows not to abuse children, but they do it because it's in their nature. You know, it's in their nature. They're, they just so happen to be sexually aroused by children. You can't help that. You know what I'm saying? You can't therapy that away. You know what I mean? Um, it's imprinted on you. Uh, I was uh, sexually abused as a kid. It left an imprint on me to where, you know, it, it, it left an imprint. There's no therapy that can remove that. You know what I'm saying? It's there. It's just there. And I just have to roll with the punches. You know, a lot of times when we go through trauma and stuff, and, you know, it's not really all about overcoming the trauma. It's about living with it because you you can't remove it unless you fucking do some kind of hypnosis to make you forget, but you have to learn to live with it. It's who you, it's part of who you are now, you know? It's part of who you are now. So you have then... Again, I'm not no fucking counselor or anything, and you know, therapist, but, you know, it's just common sense to me, like, you know, you just got to roll with the punches, you can't escape it, um, you know, if you was assaulted, like, you know, someone just fucking mugged you and hit you in the head with a fucking bat, you know what I mean, like, yeah, the, that's going to be with you forever, so the thing would now be is how I'm going to live with this, and not let it, you know, whatever, so, um, like I was saying, you are kind of what you are, animals understand this, you know, they fully grasp this concept, Master is built into their DNA, they know who they are, we're the only ones here that's trying to, like, be everything, trying to, you know, be this, be this, be that, be that, you know, you know, and, uh, you look at a fucking goddamn elephant, like, I'm a fucking elephant, like, uh, like, like uh, uh, I don't, I'm not gonna fucking climb a tree and fly. I'm a fucking elephant. You know what I'm saying? I'm a lion. I fucking eat other animals. And I'm a gazelle. I fucking run from being eaten. I mean, this is a, it's part of it. A fucking baby gazelle knows that to fucking run when a lion is coming. You know what I'm saying? You won't see a fucking baby gazelle just sit there. It knows instinctively. Oh. I don't know. I've never seen that fucking thing, but I know when I do see it, I'm a fucking one. You know, it's built in it. You know, but we're the ones here who's trying to figure out our existence of who we are, what we are. You know, um, you gotta be who you are. You know, even if society shuns it or love it, whatever the case may be, be who you are. You know, we are who we are. The good, the bad, the ugly, the indifferent. Um, the imperfect. I swear, man, some shit about me that I would never fucking change, never want to change, would never think about changing, you know? Or, that, and you gotta know the difference. You gotta have discernment to know the difference because there could be moments or situations to where, for example, I thought, you know, or not thought, I was like, no, I'm not a, you know, I'm not into my feels, I'm not you know, romantic, I don't give all that, you know, cushy stuff and all that, but <clears throat> that, you know, I realized later that, oh, you know what, that's not necessarily true, it was more so, um, I was unwilling to, 
you know, and I had to unblock that. So you have to, you have to know yourself, you know what I'm saying? Know thyself. You have to know when you're bullshitting yourself and then know when you are having an authentic uh, situation or experience. Like you got to know the difference. And a lot of us don't know that difference. Um, like I said, this is just a short, sweet one. I would love to get some feedback about this. Like, I would love to hear some perspectives um, about this. And I think with this recording, what I'm going to do is I'm going to have some people make some audio recordings to uh, place on this installment just to share their um, perspective about this topic. That seems pretty fun, right? Yeah. Anyway, Anthony again with uh, another installment of Anti-Everything. Have a good day. We are what we are, and that's okay. Here's my two cents. We are all individuals. We like different things. We naturally gravitate to different things. And then let's throw in the fact that the world is such an abstract place that it's hard to get pigeonholed into one thing. So the way I see it, if you're a jack of all trades and a master of none, in my eyes, you've come closer to enlightenment than most. I've heard way too many stories about folks who grow up and wanting to be this one thing, but then it's really just based on perspective or perception. As you get older, as you get more information about what it is you want to be, somewhere along the way, whether you know it or not, you get exposed to other things. And a lot of people feel like that's the end of the world because it snatches them off the path of what they've always wanted to be when they were little. But we live in a world where, why do we have to choose? We can do that one thing we love or we can do them all. Either way, it's fine. I would like to pursue more than just the one or two things I'm known for. Because without it, it's not growth. It's not evolution. But I've also been in a part of life where I'm happy exactly where I am. There's been way too many folks who were, you know, fueled with ambition and fueled with having to go higher just to be seen as somebody who has done some shit. You could do some shit right where you are. You can accomplish goals right where you are. Because at the end of the day, you can be ambitious all you like, but are you happy? And that's what counts. Because in this big old abstract machine that we're living in, there's a cog or there's a screw, or there's a washer, a nut, a bolt. They're in various parts of the machine, seen at many different levels. Besides, 
We're way too complex to limit ourselves to one thing that we accomplish or that one thing that we want to be. Who does that to themselves and call themselves all-knowing or call themselves ascended? Be free to just be. No matter what it is, what it looks like, because it's okay. It's totally okay. We need upper level. We need lower level. We need a lot in the middle somewhere. We need left. We need right. We need northwest, southwest. Okay? These places are available for people who don't fit in to stick out in. Why not? It's okay. Hello. My name is Brenda from the Northside Podcast. And I am sharing my thoughts and my opinions based on a question that was answered to me to record from Anti-Everything Podcast. So the question at hand is the qualities that you have, characteristics that you hold, is that something that you truly desire to be or is that really who you are or is it a societal sense? Um, Anthony words the question much better but in my mind this is pretty much what I heard and we do this a lot without knowing because we are creatures of habit. If you do not have a habit people around you will make you have a habit without even realizing you stay around someone long enough you start to use words that they use you stay around someone long enough the type of outfits or style that they like you wouldn't mind dabbing into trying and then you start to feel as if this is who you are this is what you like but that's because in my opinion i feel like there's no substance you're not comfortable with who you are what you are what you're capable of or what you're not i believe everyone is capable of change And then I also believe that some people cannot change their stripes. You can't. If you're a zebra, shit, you're going to be a zebra. Don't matter how much you put on the costume of being a kangaroo or a lion or a grizzly bear. You can mimic those traits, but that's not who you are. And eventually, that will show. Because now you're not looking for change to be a better person for yourself. In my opinion, you're looking for change to show other people that you can fit in or that you are wanted, desired, or you feel as if the characteristics that you have are not good enough. So then you have to adapt. You have to adopt and look around and and pick out of this, pick out of that to create a whole new identity for yourself. We need to deep dive into who we are and love every bit of you, not just the good that you want to show the world, but when you're in a dark room by yourself or when you're driving and traffic and there's nothing on the radio, everybody's already at work because your ass is running late and you have no one to talk to, that voice, those thoughts, those things that scare you and you do not want to be left alone with, 
those are the things that you confront because those will make or break you those will show you that this is who you are and you're not capable of change when you can't confront them confront your ugly and if you can't confront your ugly make it a a choice a heartfelt choice to change for yourself only for yourself and when you've embrace that when you've loved it when you've seen the peace when you can taste the peace and taste the way that you're going to walk in your flaws and in your good then you can extend that grace then you can extend that version of yourself to other people and then start to change for them and approach them the way that they want and deserve to be treated now i went on a very very long rant anthony does not do long podcasts other people are recording their audio as well, so I'm going to cut it right here. I do apologize that it's four minutes. I went a little carried away. I've been trying to record this for a few days now. Have a good one. Thank you so much for asking me to record for you. Bye.